Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Uh, Boston. Uh, uh. I don't know if this studio's had this much dancing in a while. You know what I mean? No, we have fun up in here. Y'all get it in? Yeah, man. Yeah. We're not going to be boring. We okay. Can't, we can't you can't, you can't be, be that. No, we can't afford to be boring. Yeah. Uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. It is brought to you by Progressive. Uh, Brian Custer in for Zubin. Uh, hey, man, th- this has been a great first day uh, for me. This is this your first day at ESPN on the job? On the job. Okay. On the job. Now, listen, I mean, it's, it's been cool. What's today, Monday? Tuesday, Monday. Wednesday, yeah. You, you'll be all right. Yeah. By the time payroll come around, you'll feel good. Real good. How was your weekend, man? How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, son had AAU practice on Saturday. Yep. Then he had a game on Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning, then yesterday I hung out a little bit with the family and some friends mm-hmm. and uh, out in the sun, so I got a little tan. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was, it was straight. Yeah. It was straight. I had some, some, some as I always do, a couple rude New York-type people disrespectful to my 11-year-old son, but that was something different. Okay. Because he was, the dude was, my son is walking, and you know, kids, when they walk, they, they don't walk in a straight line. Right. They walk in everywhere, and right. I guess the dude was trying to get by. And as the dude was going to the left, my son would go to the left, but he didn't even know the guy was walking behind him. Okay. And so the dude said some stuff. So I was like, you know, in a, in a minute, I ain't going to be working at ESPN. They're going to be trying to figure out how to get me out of jail. So, but other than that, it was cool. It was okay. all good. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Atlanta this weekend uh, called the fight. Tank Davis. Poof, boy, had a great fight with Mario See, I, Barrios. Just not, I've never really gotten into boxing like really? that. Really? Nah. What's wrong with you, bro? I've only watched boxing really. For like Mike Tyson, okay. that era, I, okay. I was I was focused in on that because that was that's what caught my eyes. Right. I think I I may have watched maybe a half of a Mayweather fight. Really, um, I've gone in my lifetime. This is gonna this is gonna make you really cringe. I went to one fight. No, I went to two. I went to to one Roy Jones Jr. fight here in New York when I played. Okay, and my ex teammate uh, was a boxer. And I went to the Lennox Lewis fight with him at Madison Square Garden, Michael Grant, and watched Michael him Grant. get, watched him get knocked Grant, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was all boxing I got for you. Really? I watched Michael get knocked out. I was like, man, this ain't. I knew he was going to catch it, though. <laughs> Them little skinny legs. I was like, nah, man. I'm telling you, you got to watch the sport. Uh, because there's so many talented – and Tank Davis, Javante Davis, is a mini Mike Tyson. Yeah. A mini Mike Tyson. He is knocked out now. Uh, every opponent that he's faced except for one. Uh, by the way, uh, let's get to the phone lines. Uh, Mike in the Bronx. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Yes, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Worldwide Leader, brother. Welcome, welcome. Appreciate now, you. Now, I have a question for you, sir. Yeah. Now that you're with the Worldwide Leader, you've been a part of the PBC for a minute. The yeah. Worldwide Leader does not recognize the PBC. We need you to step up and say, hey, Look what's going on in the PBC. Jamal Charlo, Jamel Charlo was about to make history, yep. and the worldwide leader has yet to say anything about this guy. Well, what's the story with that? Well, we I need t- you to voice that. I tell you what, we, we, we're talking about it right now, and you're right. Uh, Jamel Charlo is going to become, could become the mm-hmm. undisputed uh, champion at 154 pounds. It would be the first time that it's ha- happened in this four-belt era. And listen, when the topic is relevant, we'll talk about it. Um, and that fight is going to happen in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that, and we'll do that. You know, listen, we like to do all things here. 
You know, and we do all, a lot of all things. And this, you, you know, a lot of players now use boxing as their workouts. Yeah, no, I, into it. I understand it's yeah. good for your, it's good for your endurance and stuff like that. I just, I mean, I, I obviously know boxers and been around them and things. I just never, in my career, I just never dove into it. Really? No, I just never. I don't know. It's just something about watching a man standing in the ring or a woman in the ring swinging at each other and somebody's got to lose. It's just something about watching a dude get his head beat in. I just not, I'm just not with that. Here's the thing. I love it because it's like it's the theater of life. It's really – isn't that what life is all about? Isn't that like you go, you, you're going to take some punches? You yeah, may get knocked down. Absolutely. Or are you going to get back up? Yeah, absolutely. And how do you adjust when things happen to you? Absolutely. I, I get it. I just never – I don't know. Maybe I, I – Maybe I got to start now that you're around. Maybe yeah. I got to start paying more attention to. Oh, you know what? It. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to start making you come to fights, especially when we have them here, because uh, we you know, have a lot at, at Barclay Center, and and when we go over it's L.A., I'll be in L.A. this coming weekend because we got to fight out in L.A. Oh, okay. So I'm a, I'm going to start bringing you to fights, and I think you're going to get hooked. All right. You're going to get hooked. Uh, back to the phone lines. Let's go out to Dallas. And Dominic, Dominic and Dallas, welcome to J, uh, I was going to say J. Will, and I know you get mad. Keyshawn. We can go from top to bottom. Okay. Put him, put him at the middle. J. Will, Zubin, and Keyshawn. There you Keyshawn. go. Keyshawn, exactly. Uh, what you got, Dominic? Uh, it's Don, actually. But Key, uh, you can't be crying about the Dodgers losing to the Astros and want to blame cheating because half the league, more than half the league, says the Patriots cheated most of their Super Bowl appearances, and y'all call him the GOAT. And Belichick, the greatest coach ever. And another thing, as far as the uh, pitching, hold on, man, hold on. First of all, we ain't even talking about the New England Patriots. I was talking about the Dodgers. Why would you even bring New England into it? And New England dominated the league, whether you believe they cheated or not, or whether you believe they got caught or not. I'm talking about a team that beat a team that I root for. <laughs> I ain't talking about nothing else. That's the difference. Now go ahead and finish what you was gonna say. Okay. Now the second thing is uh, the guy Yates is talking about the people uh, pitchers using the sticky stuff uh, to have control of the ball to not hit the pitchers. So I mean the batter. So if I was a batter, I would be like, hey, wait a minute. So you guys had all this control all this time. Y'all been dinging us. You know, yeah, it really needs to be out the game. Well, dinging, dinging on, dinging on purpose. And it was, and it was more me and my conversation I had with CC Sabathia. Um, that I had the other day when we were at the fashion show, we just was chopping it up, and we both agreed that one of the things with a guy like that coming at the mound, coming off the mound, delivering you know ninety plus fastballs at someone's head, you want to have control of the situation. Uh, and there are certain players that actually use it, as I was told, for control, opposed to trying to get. Uh, a better grip and velocity on the ball for a spin rate. Some people do it for different reasons. I'm of the belief that in the end, I'd prefer you to use whatever you need to use so you don't hit me in my damn head. I played baseball, and I've been hit with baseballs in my ribs and in my legs, not in my head, but parts of my body. You know, And so I've learned, I learned how to turn my back to take it in the back mm-hmm. or on the side and not take it straight on. Right. I learned that playing, but you don't want to, man. You don't want to get clocked. A hundred mile an hour fastball, damn a hundred mile an hour fastball, a ninety eight mile an hour curve that did not curve. That did because I couldn't grip it. Right. 
Absolutely. Uh, good point. You know, we were talking uh, football-wise and, and especially about these young quarterbacks and uh, whether or not they deserve contract extensions, things of that nature. But there are a number of guys uh, who are up, whether it's Lamar, whether it's Baker, whether it's uh, Daniel Jones, whether it's Kyler Murray. Um, you can go on and on. Uh, Tua's coming up, Burrow, all these guys. If you were going to build uh, your team around one of these guys, which one would you start yours with? Oh, gosh. Which quarterback? Which yeah. one of these young quarterbacks I would take right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. and build my team around? And build your team around them. Because, we, you know, we've been talking about Daniel Jones. Uh, we've talked about – we've hit a little bit on the model. I probably here. would go with Justin Herbert. Mm. I probably would go with Justin Tell Herbert. Tell me why. Why is that? That's interesting. I, I like his style. I like his size. What little bit of athletic ability he has. I like his ball placement, his accuracy. Uh, his smarts. I, I mean, I just like everything about him. Um, then I would probably say Josh Allen is in the mix behind him. Uh, Lamar behind him. Sam Darnold behind him. And then I go Baker Mayfield. You know, Kyler Murray. And I'm 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 surprised you said then yes. maybe Daniel Jones. You have Darnold up there. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, sure. there are a number of people in New York, and obviously the Jets soured on that and said, okay. Well, the Jets, the Jets got spooked. They got spooked from the fan base and the, the narrative. They wanted to give him a fresh start. They wanted a fresh start to move on. Uh, clearly, they you cannot have – again, I go through these conversations all the time. When you don't have any players around a certain guy, you cannot expect for that individual player to elevate garbage. It just doesn't work like that. You can't – we're not dealing with – we're dealing with a young quarterback. If you had a young quarterback right. that had young, good players around him and you evaluated it from that standpoint, but when you got a young quarterback with nothing, you can't evaluate that. You just can't. There's no you, – you, you can't. And then you don't trust your own eyes, so the easiest thing to do is move on and hit the reset button and hope that that player doesn't develop at the level in which now it comes back to bite you. Because we've seen it a couple of times where people have let guys go, may not have been uh, young guys. It could have been four, five, six-year veteran guys that have gone on to other places, and you go, well, he wasn't that with us. But, damn, he's really good. And I think with Sam Darnold's case, he goes to a team that has a little bit of an establishment on the offensive side. They're not – you know, they got players over there in Carolina. They got a nice defense. Now he goes over there and he can actually truly be a good quarterback. If he goes over there and he now looks like he looked in New York, there's a problem. That means the Jets got it right. They didn't get it wrong for the Jets' sake. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, is a rookie coming in with a couple pieces around him that can grow with him. Sam didn't have anything. Right. He didn't have anything. Yeah. So for me – this is a big year for Sam if we're talking about young quarterbacks with contracts that you want to build around. This is a big year for him to prove that. So when you talk about guys that are at the top, Justin Herbert, to me, was always my number one quarterback off the board two years ago. He was or a year, two years, two drafts ago. Mm-hmm. He was always my number one guy. It wasn't Tua, it wasn't Joe Burrow. For whatever reason, people soured on him because Oregon – had a little bit of a collapse yep. in the Pac-10 or right. Pac-12. Right. Mm-hmm. They, he loses to Arizona State, a game which I was at. 
he loses to them the first time he gets a chance to see a real NFL defense with guys like Antonio Pierce over there and Marvin Lewis dialing up a pro-style defense, and he had a bad game. So the first thing people say is, oh, uh, this guy, I don't know. He never, he never took the ball underneath the center. The entire time, he was the target of, of the Chargers, and they realized when they worked him out privately and they saw him, they said, okay, this, this is our guy. It's not Joe Burrow. It's not Tua. So, therefore, we don't have to go and sign a veteran like, like uh, Cam Newton because we have Tyrod Taylor as a bridge guy for a short period of time, and he was thrusted into the starting lineup without even knowing that he was going to start. Imagine that. Imagine you walking on the sidelines. That's true. Imagine this, though. You walking on the sidelines of a Monday night game, and then they see you and go, hey, our Monday night crew is down. Brian, I need you to do this. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like Tyrod Taylor just got hit with a needle in the the (laughs) lungs. lungs, We need you to start. Even though you are studying and you're taking some reps, you're not essentially taking first-team reps the entire time. You're you're kind of checked out come game time because you're not starting. You know everything that's going on. You're aware, but at the same time, you know you're not the starter, and then the coach comes to you and says you're starting. Interesting. It's an interesting period for the Chargers because they've always had the offense, and it's like, okay, now do they have the defense to make some noise. Well, I think they I think they do if they can stay healthy. Yeah. When you think about Derwin James missing time and Bosa missing time, I think those are the two key components to their defense. Now, if Bosa's healthy, he got to come to the party. Yeah. He's got to cuz he's not really I mean he's he had a nice little start to his career. Now he's now you got to let's go. Yeah. You got to go now. And then Derwin James has just got to stay healthy. Right, right. And then the kicking game's got to be reliable. <laughs> and the kicking game's got to be a little more reliable than it's been in the past. Yeah, absolutely. But I like, I like the Chargers. I think they could potentially give Kansas City a run for its money. I think Denver, depending on what happens with their quarterback situation, the AFC West could turn out to be something. Uh, I, the Raiders are probably just going to be the Raiders right now. Um, but these young quarterbacks, decisions have to be made on a handful of them. In the future, I'm not worried about Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, or Baker Mayfield getting their contracts. Mm-hmm. The three that you worry about is Kyler Murray, Sam Darnold, and Tua. Tua. Those are the three. Those are kind of the three that you go. What are they going to do beyond this year with these guys? And I would think for Tua, this should be a real year where you you a good evaluation year. Because you saw how they made strides last year. Now they had a great draft, and now they've gotten some people around him. You got uh, Fitz Magic up out of there, so you don't have to worry about if you have a bad game getting pulled and someone coming in. This should be a year where we find out if he's the real deal. Well, it's going to be. It, look, it should be. But here's the the problem that's going to be difficult for me to to understand is they got dual offense coordinators down there. Uh, it's not college football, right? You can't have two voices. And I, I don't know where Flores is going with the dual offensive coordinators. I don't know what that is. Uh, one of the reasons they drafted Tua in the first place is because Shane Gailey was the offensive coordinator, and they had a vision with him as the coordinator. And they said to themselves, okay, we, we could do certain things. with it. And all of a sudden, he's not there anymore. You bring in two guys that have dual responsibilities. I don't know if that is – going to help the growth of your quarterback. I don't know. But if I'm them, I'm still going after Deshaun if that's a real opportunity. Mm. I'm still going after Deshaun if that's a real opportunity. 
I got to talk to my owner. Right. And I got to see what the owner thinks because there's this, you know, he's got some some legal issues that's hovering around him. And I got to see if we're ready to swallow right. that medicine. Yet. Right. That public image. And if you well. and if you are ready to swallow that medicine, then that's probably is the way I'm going to go, because it's probably going to be some suspensions that come up. Mm-hmm. But I'm still willing to. You know, as they like to say, kick that tire. It's it's almost like the Antonio Brown situation when that first jumped off. He's like, okay, yeah, he was hot at the time. You get him, and then you you get him, and you're like, oh man, he's suspended for eight games. Well, what? you got to know what it is. Yeah, but you know, Deshaun's going to probably have some sort of suspension. What the number of games, or I don't know, and I really wouldn't care as as long as our crisis management can handle the situation, and my owner signs off on it. If it's eight games, if it's four games, if it's the whole season, if I got a chance to get one of those, I'm going to take care of that and figure out how to get it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-SAY-ESPN. Richard in North Carolina, Uh, welcome to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's happening? That's good. I just wanted to ask you about uh, how you feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their draft picks. And another question was uh, how you feel about the uh, who the Lakers should get coming in this year. Well, I think Najee Harris is the right pick. They needed a running back. They really haven't had a solid running back game since the Le'Veon Bell was there. I'm trying to think of the year, his last year prior to him sitting out. And, and, and I know uh, – Connor had some moments here and there, but it wasn't the Le'Veon Bell. Now I think you you get an abusing running back like a Najee Harris who can help blitz pick up, who can catch the ball out of the backfield, who could be a mismatch to linebackers at times. As long as your offensive line is solidified, I thought that they were going to pick an offensive lineman because of Big Ben's inability to escape the pocket. But picking a running back, if you feel good about your offensive line, helps kind of solve some of Big Ben's issues. I'm not running from the Pittsburgh Steelers like most people because I think Mike Tomlin is one of the top five, six head coaches in all of the National Football League. And outside of him being number one, you can put him anywhere from two on down depending on how you feel about the situation. In terms of the Lakers, they've got a retool. AD and LeBron are not going anywhere. they got to look at their roster, see who's available. We don't have a whole lot of money to spend and go from that you know, go from that angle on what we have. I think I would love to keep Rick, Rick Caruso. Lord have mercy. Kyle, uh, Caruso, I'm not bullish on Kyle Kuzma. Um, who else is there? Morris, if, depending on what you can bring him back at, can can we get rid of KCP for something? Um, I wish that Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee were still there. I'm not really a Casal guy. I think his time has passed him by. Uh you know, Dennis Schroeder, that, that magic was on the show the other day. It kind of spoke to that one. And, you know, we got some work to do, but as long as you got the two big pieces, that's all that matters in AD and LeBron. Uh, again, 888-SAY-ESPN. Corey in New York, what do you got for us, man? Well, speaking of the Lakers, I wouldn't mind Lonzo Ball at point guard with the Lakers. We, we did that already. Well, <laughs> that's true. That's What's true. that? We the, did that already. The Knicks want that. That's what the Knicks are looking at. Yeah, they're not going to revisit that. We did that. Remember, the the same guy who traded him is the same guy that's running the team now in Rob Palenka. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. But anyways, Tom Brady, 
Did he want to go to the Los Angeles Chargers? Was that the team that he's talking about that shut him down and they de- and they they want to stick with Tyrod and the young young guy? I, you know, I don't know if it was that team, the Saints, the Bears. I want to say San Francisco. No, it wasn't San Fran. It wasn't San Fran. No, it wasn't San Fran. I, I would think it would be San Francisco because you know, in the in the quote, I remember him saying, "You want to stick with that guy, that bleep." Only for the simple fact you remember when Garoppolo was in New England, and it was Brady who went to, who went to Kraft and said, "Yo, you gotta get him up out of here." But that's I think all that is false narratives, man. I think that's false information that's out there that he went and did this. They got the greatest relationship. They both share the same agent. The reason Garoppolo has the agent that he has is because of Tom Brady, and so it's yeah. I don't I don't buy into the San Francisco thing. Do I think San Francisco looked at it and said? If we could add Tom Brady, that let's take a look at it. I think they certainly did that, just like they did with Aaron Rodgers this year. You always want to look and see. But I think it could have potentially been the Saints, the Bears. Maybe the – I forgot I forgot about the Chargers. Hmm. I forgot that the Chargers was, was taking a sneak peek at that. You know, everybody was talking about L.A. because he started his production right. company. Yep. His wife is, is – you know, they like big cities – his 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 other child, I think, a uh, kid lives in L.A. So I think that was like the noise was the Chargers, and it makes sense. But you know, I don't know who he was talking about when he said that guy, or if he just was doing the Tom Brady thing. Uh, KJZ is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests, including Taylor Twillman, uh, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Now, listen, the defending champions uh, in one sport are on to the final, but in another sport, they're on their way home. Uh, We're going to discuss that uh, after Key, because he's got this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the playoffs heat up, so do the possibilities. The underdogs begin to emerge, and top seeds are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, to make the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment. But it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. Coming up this morning with Greeny, broadcasting legend Marv Albert, as our coverage of the NBA playoffs continue. Marv Albert, this morning at 1130 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Brian Custer with your Sports Center update. Game five, Western Conference Finals tonight, nine Eastern on ESPN. Suns, of course, have a three game to one lead over the Clippers. Coverage starts 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And in the WNBA, Phoenix Mercury guard Diana Taurasi, she becomes the first player in WNBA history to put up 9,000 career points. She had 25 uh, last night. First 20-point game this season after missing the last nine games because of an injury. And Simone Biles locks up a spot on the U.S. Olympic gymnastics team. She is currently tied for the third most Olympic medal. She's got five of them by an American gymnast. That's male or female. She got them them spud web hops. I'm I'm sure she does. Uh, Sports Center, it is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Be your own hotspot. Straight Talk's ultimate unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month. It's all on America's largest, most dependable network. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Stand by for a month of drama. Hearts beating. Tension palpable. There is much on the line. Yeah, here's a good look at the Euro schedule today. Of course, Croatia and Spain, they get it off at noon on the pitch here on ESPN. France and Switzerland, 3 o'clock Eastern on ESPN as well. Uh, Joining us now is our ESPN soccer analyst, uh, Taylor Twelman. Hey, Taylor, man, how you doing? Good. Whose voice is this? Is this someone that like won or lost a contest to work with Key? <laughs> hey, what is this? Beat up Key Day? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. no, Key, come on, man. Like, who, whose voice is this? Is he even in the like the the, the Rolodex for working here or yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, he's in the rotation now. Yeah. Got I had to figure out. You know, I had to get get a guy in the rotation. Hey, hey Taylor, don't start nothing. Won't be nothing, bro. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing uh, today. Make it until you make it, Brian. <laughs> exactly. Hey, look. Uh, you know, Denmark. They advanced to the quarterfinals. They got that 4 uh, nothing win over Wales. And really, they're doing it without Christian Eriksen. And, look, we all know what happened there in the first game of the tournament when he collapsed. Uh, how remarkable, though, is, is this run, you think, uh, for Denmark, considering you're doing this without one of the, the best player? It's amazing. Uh, it's actually hard to put into words. It, it, even more so... The manager for Denmark, and I'm not sure if you two know this, but the last game I did, I did a little digging. He was a reserve team coach in Denmark, and a player was struck by lightning and had a cardiac arrest on the field as well. Now, that player didn't die as well. So, like, when you really look at this, Key and Brian, and think about what this manager, Casper Human, has done, when they do coaching courses, 
down the road and talk about man management. And in the time of crises, how do you handle those situations? He's literally going to write the chapter. Because this is a team that's lost the first two games in the group stage, and now we're in the quarterfinal, the first team ever to do so. And to do it without easily their best player, uh, it's something that, you know, uh, it, it, that may have a storybook ending, and they may be playing in a semifinal at Wembley in uh, early July because this story's been simply remarkable. Taylor, they played the Czech Republic in the quarters. Uh, how does this matchup bowl for uh, Denmark? I think, it's, I think it works well for Denmark, to be honest with you, because I think they feel like, and, you know, it's, it's a bad phrase, but it's almost like they're playing with house money or, or second life. Like, the, the inspiration that this group has, now knowing that Christian Eriksen had surgery, he's going to live the rest of his life, he's going to be healthy, who knows whether he plays again. That's, quite honestly, secondary at this moment. And so they're all inspired and key, you know this better than anyone. At the highest level, oftentimes the five, seven extra percent comes from intangible things, mm-hmm. and, and you can't measure that. And right now, you cannot measure the spirit and inspiration within this Danish team. And the Czech Republic know they're going up against it. They know every neutral fan around the world is going to be rooting for Denmark. And, and that, that that matchup in and of itself, without Christian Eriksen, suits Denmark. But even with this inspiration, I just think it's going to be a difficult task for the Czechs. So, Taylor, uh, second to you, Mr. Wonderful, uh, Christian Ronaldo in Portugal. Of course, they get booted out, man, uh, yesterday after losing to Belgium. Um, Of course, they're the defending European champions. So when you watch that, how do you think – how did Belgium – how did they get past Portugal? How did they do that, in your opinion? They pulled the rabbit out of their hat. You know, when you guys, you guys have seen the goal a thousand times on our network since it happened yesterday. It was a fantastic goal. And in a game at that level, at the highest level, you've got to have a moment or two of brilliance. And Belgium got it. And they got it from Torgan Hazard with a fantastic goal. Now, they limited Ronaldo in his opportunities. So that in and of itself gave them a chance to pull it off. But Portugal had the better opportunities, Brian. So to your point, when you look at all the – stats and analytics behind the game you look at it and say well wait a minute how did Portugal lose this game and it comes down to that one moment of brilliance that came from a player on Belgium and Portugal were lacking that and that's why Ronaldo's going home. Taylor Twillman our ESPN soccer analyst is joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin this morning but he's also going to help me try and figure out these names because they're not in my <laughs> Rolodex at all. But what concerns – and I'll say the first name and you can figure out the last. What concerns do you have with Belgium after both Kevin and you can figure out the last name? And yeah, then, Kevin uh, De Bruyne. Okay, De Bruyne. And then Eaton Hazard, which is easy to do, uh, left with injuries in the win over Portugal. Massive concern, Key. Massive. Mm-hmm. Now, Eden Hazard, to that point, has not really played since moving to Real Madrid for $130 million in 2019 he's been in and out of the lineup he's only played roughly 40 games in two and a half seasons and so this has kind of been the recipe for what you get with Eden Hazard because of those ankles he's been the most fouled player in the top five European leagues over the last seven years and it's kind of taken its toll now Kevin De Bruyne is an interesting one he's arguably the best midfielder in the world or at least in that conversation after the game, you could see him walking on the field, and he kept telling his teammates, you know, waving that hand that you and I have always seen where 
iffy 50-50. We'll see. I'll be shocked if he's not capable of playing. But in saying that, missing those two, boy, you're going up against the Italians that have looked like the best team in this tournament up to this point. We'll see France later on this afternoon. But I just think that's a difficult task if you lose both. If you get one of them back, and preferably it's Kevin De Bruyne, then Belgium's got a legitimate chance. But if you miss them both, that's going to be a difficult one. Taylor, what should we be watching in today's quarterfinal game in Croatia and Spain um, in the world champion France as they take on Switzerland? Well, when you watch Spain, it's often described as a death by a thousand passes. They literally pass the ball to death and in and around you and make you chase the game and almost lull you to sleep. This is what they've done. This is what they did from 2008 to 2012 where they won two European championships and a World Cup, the only country to ever do so. And yet what they're lacking in that is in the final third, scoring the goal, finishing off the play. But you'll look at the end of the game and it's going to be either 1-0 or 2-0 and Spain's going to have 1,018 passes and Croatia's going to have the ball for 25% of the time, but it doesn't matter. What do you do in the critical moments? That's the most important thing with the Spain-Croatia game. For France-Switzerland, it's going to be a game where everyone, and you guys often do this uh, on your shows when you're talking about the NBA, and you hear, you hear analysts describe, can the team get to their third, fourth, fifth gear? France is the only team in this competition that has a fifth and a sixth gear. They haven't even had to use it, Key. They've been in second gear the entire time. They've won their group. Today, now in a knockout, is there another level? Can they get to that next level as they are in the midst of a golden generation of players? Coming into the tournament, they were my prohibitive favorites. Even in second gear, I like this team to win today. But if they get out of that and get into third and fourth gear, watch out because you're talking about the most talented team in Europe. All right, so let's spin it forward then because tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's the quarters, and then you've got Germany and England. And you know a lot of folk are going to be saying, what, what about England? What do they need to do uh, in this series to get past Germany? they got to get out of their own way, Brian. They, I mean, when you look at the individual players on this English team, there is quality all over the field. And yet, for whatever reason, it comes to a major tournament, they all come together, and everything gets a little tighter, and everything gets a little bit, you know, stiffer and they just get more nervous and they're more pragmatic and they're not as exciting as they are when they're playing with their club teams. They've got an unbelievable roster of players on the attacking side of things and yet all I've seen in the media and everything else is oh no we're playing Germany. This is arguably the most fragile Germany ever in the history of the game and they're nervous about playing Germany at home. If you ask me how they pull it off they gotta get on their own way. Mm. Uh, so what's your, what's your swag like uh, when you when you come on air today? What you wearing, man? I mean, it, it, you know me, dude. I, I, it, it, I, when I get out of bed, it's already my A game. So it's not that like it's not that hard. He think he's so fresh, kid. You know that he thinks he's so fresh. I love him, Taylor Twelman. Of course, he is uh, our soccer. I'm actually staring in the mirror right now, Brian, just looking at how fresh I look. <laughs> soccer analyst, <laughs> joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Appreciate you, my brother, man. Have a great show today. All right, see you, boys. Absolutely, Alrighty. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. It is presented by Progressive insurance all right we got caller roulette and of course you know how it goes down and we're going to get into that but first key has this from o'reilly o'reilly auto parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts 
advice from their professional Relax, I got it. Right. Advice from their professional parts people <laughs> in their free loaner tool program. There's no need to purchase a tool if you're only going to use it once. Your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store has more than 80 specialty tools available to rent for your next repair. Refundable deposit required at the time you're renting it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and ask about their free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point, and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. John J. Will Zubin, Brian Custer in for Zubin. It is brought to you by California Almonds. Whether your best means being the best bingo player in the office or best volleyball player on the planet, you're going to need some help. Almonds, your snack, your go-to. Keep your head in the game and your body energized. So refuel with almonds. California Almonds, own your everyday, every day. Uh, <laughs> all right, time for... Russian roulette. No, call a roulette. Dude, call a roulette. Call a roulette. No, Russian. we don't want Russian roulette. We, we, we want call, call a roulette. roulette. Call a roulette. Call a roulette. All right, spin it. Spin the wheel. Let's get it. That would be a good game. That would not. Line three. What you got? Hey, how you doing, Key? Hey, uh, what's up? This is Sed from Maryland. I have a question. I, you know, for a long time I hated USC football <sighs> because you guys were always so good. Now... My daughter ended up going to USC, and I became all things USC football. My question is, I've been very disappointed over the last few years, especially with good teams, and and starting back from Sam Darnold. Do you think it's time to get rid of, or has it been past time to get rid of Coach Clay Helton and get a big-time coach in there? Well, first of all, how did she get in SC? Front door, back door, side door? That's the question. 
front door. She was uh, an excellent student. Good. Um, you know, Clay Helton, I guess he's kind of – he was been a safe pick for us yeah. after we, we came off kind of some rough situations with Lane and then Sark, and he's kind of been a safe – kind of calmed the waters a little bit and hasn't quite lived up to our expectations. This year is big for him. Uh, if if we don't win the Pac-12 and get into the get into the football playoff, he probably will be seen packing his bags and sent walking. Well, if Urban Meyer hadn't went to the NFL, you know everyone was saying that that was going. We be wouldn't the guy. have hired Urban Meyer though. Okay, now nah, we wouldn't. Too much too much stuff underneath the surface for us to go that route. Uh, okay. We've okay. been there, done. That, I was about though. to say Pete Carroll. You, you had no, nothing. We don't want to. Okay. We don't want to revisit that. Oh, our right. our alums are. We're different, man. When it comes to trying to do things a certain way, they just the people that are running the university. Right. They want a, a certain image. Okay. That's why they went Clay Helton. All right. Okay. Got it. I'm gonna let you. Not that that helps us win. But, right. Right. Oh well. All right. Spin the wheel. Let's go. Line five. Corey from New York. I know Key's answer. No, you don't, because I haven't given you you an answer. Who will win their first playoff game, Justin Herbert or Kyle Murray? Justin Herbert or Kyle Murray? You know what? I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I I think the Chargers are farther along. Than the Cardinals now, and look, the Cardinals. I think they they made some some interesting moves. JJ uh, Watt and bringing those in, Butler and in the secondary. Uh, but I just think that the Chargers and and Key made a really good point. If their key guys stay healthy, I think the Chargers are ready uh, to take that next step, and that's win in the playoffs. So I would say Chargers first. See, and he thought I was gonna say he thought I was gonna say Chargers too. And I wasn't going to say Chargers. I was going to say Arizona. How about that? Because Arizona has a interesting way of playing against the teams in their division. If they could just win the games that they're supposed to win, then I think they'll have an opportunity to make it to the playoffs and, and might be able to steal one. Because hmm. you think they always play the Rams tough. They do to play the Rams Seattle tough. tough. Yep. San Fran. I mean, they always play them tough. It's interesting. All right. Uh, spin it. Line six. Is that me? Yes, you. Man, you line six? Didn't he tell you your line before you came on? You got to go now, next. He Spin gone, it man. again. Yeah. Is that me? <laughs> Sitting on hold this whole time and didn't realize it was you. Line two, what you got? All right. Oh, you yeah. running again? Yeah. Spin, spin it again. Oh, wait. Hello? Man, he's sleeping. Line one. Joe from West Virginia. Everybody's kind of on Aaron Rodgers' side right now. Take your time. You need to get paid. And he's going to go to possibly a, a Super Bowl contending team. But how many mistakes does he have to make in the, or if he makes, how many mistakes have he makes in the first few games for the narrative to flip and say, oh, this is what happens when you take that much time off. He doesn't have a winner's mentality. 
Well, he's not holding out because of money, because he's going to get his money wherever he goes, whether it's Green Bay or another team. If he's looking for an extension, he's certainly going to get that. Um, I think the best thing for Green Bay to do is to move that asset why I believe it has high value right now rather than sit on hold waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come back because clearly he's not interested in playing for the Packers because of the relationship that he has with the front office. He hasn't said so. I'd be shocked if he comes back to training camp and, and play for them, but who knows? Hmm. Uh, don't forget Marv Albert's going to join uh, Greeny today at 1130, so you want to uh, keep it locked uh, for that as well. Uh, let's spin the wheel again. Line four. What's up with these callers today, man? I know. Come on, four. Nope. Spin it again. Nope. Spin it again. Line three. With a healthy Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard, are we looking at a completely different scenario here in the playoffs? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If, if Anthony Davis is healthy, the Lakers get out of there. If Kawhi is healthy, they may meet up with the Lakers. And if you look at Kyrie, you're talking about Brooklyn playing against Atlanta right now. If Kyrie or if James Harden was 100% healthy. Yeah. I think you – Oh, absolutely. Because James Harden was out there on one leg for two games as well. Or was it three games as well? Yeah, three games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, if if those guys were healthy, I think Brooklyn would have probably advanced. And, heck – What are you guys looking at? uh, I don't even know if this series would be three games to one. If you had Kawhi healthy, it could be. It would be a whole lot tighter. Um, this one's in the books, man. This is fun. Well, congrats, we, man. Can we do it again tomorrow? Yes, I'm Kayshawn. Kayshawn can have you back tomorrow. Kayshawn, you, you, you a black man screwing up my name? I know. Is it Tupac or Tupac? Let's see, now, now, you know what? Now you're gonna go and shoot me in my pinky toe at the end of the show. Okay. I'll see how you are. Uh, This has been great for Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin. I'm Brian Custer. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.